My name is Dylan Garland. I'm Chelsea Camo. And I'm Holly Stevens. And we are Beyond Haunted. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode of Beyond Haunted. And in this episode, we're talking about the old Yarmouth Jail, which is episode 107 of Haunted. I'm here with Chelsea Camo. Hello. I'm here with Holly Stevens. Sup? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Never mind. What? Uh, so in this show, we, we tend to talk about the experiences the Haunted team has gone through during the season one of Haunted, at least for the first 13 episodes of this podcast. But uh, we kind of got to talk about something because something happened to me last night. What? And I got I to gotta mention this. It's apparently something happened to you, Holly. Well, every ago. once in a while, but like, I don't. I don't tap into it because no one's recording. So, uh, yeah. Save it up for the show. <laughs> yeah, save it. <laughs> yeah. Come back later. A, a director's dream. So, uh, yeah, last night I was editing until, I want to say 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Because I'm a night hawk. Uh, and I'm just, I, I, I'm more productive at night. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm rendering something off. And uh, there's no audio playing in my ear. And I hear something behind me that kind of sounds like wood getting knocked around. Like this hollow base wood being pushed and, and tapped. Like like footsteps or like mm, instrumental? More like a guitar. Okay, like someone a, tapping on a guitar. Like an acoustic guitar. Let's call it so that. Tapping on the guitar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you have a guitar? I do. Oh. <laughs> uh, and it's coming from where? The guitar is. Yes. So I, I hear that and I turn around and I, I look around. Like, oh, the roommate's not around. I guess I must be hearing things. Uh, it, no less than five minutes later, I hear the strings being played on the guitar. What? <laughs> Faintly. <laughs> now, here's the thing. It, it almost sounded like the way that I heard it was if it was being, the guitar was being hit. Because if you like, um, if you hit the big bottom of a guitar with your palm, mm-hmm. it'll vibrate the strings. So you'll mm-hmm. hear that like, bring, 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 mm-hmm. all of them being vibrated at once. Kind of sounded like that. Like it didn't sound like a certain string was being plucked or somebody was putting their hand over it. It just sounded like, and the kind of residual vibrations of that echoing through the room. That's when I started getting a little spooked out. Would Mm -hmm. it be possible, here's me trying to debunk this. I love it. Would it be possible for a bass or something in your apartment building to have been playing below it and causing the vibrations to go up through the floor, hitting the guitar just so, which would cause the strings to vibrate so you could hear them? It's a good theory. Uh, I believe, isn't the bottom vacant? Oh, that's I don't know. I can't if it say yes, but it was for a while. There's not many people that are loud down there. Well, if it's the if it's you the guy that you would have heard it probably. Oh yeah, if it's the guy that uh, used to live there, because I think he went away for a while, but he might be back. If it's still the same guy. Yeah. Oh my god, he's, he's like he's dead at nine a.m. or nine p.m. I like, thought he's out. Did, not I actually just, dead. Just, he's <laughs> dead. No. I'm like, well, maybe we should talk about that. <laughs> he's okay. I mean, there is quite a few things that echo from upstairs. Not but at 4 a.m. Yeah, they're, they're usually asleep. And usually you would hear the, you know, the thump or whatever that would come before. You'd or feel, feel it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you felt none of that. Nothing. No. Hmm. I just heard the thunk. And, and it, it's it's weird because I, I thought, okay, could wind do that? No, not really. Could, like, wind would have to blow something against the strings, like... I blew wind against the strings, it's not really gonna make noise. So it's yeah. What does it mean to you? The guitar? 
well like means it's time to move or some (laughs) (laughs) or it's time to play it's time to leave (laughs) uh i don't know i have no idea i like i didn't feel um i didn't feel scared uh like there was nothing about it that really spooked me out except for the fact that you know hey it shouldn't be doing that i guess that on a general consensus is kind of spooky that's usually the freakiest part yeah, there's yeah. no specifics. It's like, oh, I feel something. I feel the residual energy of my d- dead relative or anything like that. Mm. And and the person that gave it to me is still alive. So there's nothing. There's no connection there. Well, I have no idea. To be fair, you can still imprint energy onto something that you can then sense or feel just even if the person is still alive. Sure. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I have no idea what it was. Let's see if it happens again. No, I kind of <laughs> want to set up my GoPro tonight and just kind of record it. it. Yeah. Do it. See what happens. I might do that. I mean, you know, if you want to. <laughs> I don't think you should. <laughs> I should. I'm going to open up a door. Damn don't it, you Dylan. Dare. Speaking of opening up a door. Paul. The the old Yarmouth jail. <laughs> so today's episode, we're going to talk about our experiences at the old Yarmouth jail in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. This was episode uh, seven of season one of Haunted. Uh, and it was a location that aesthetically was the creepiest of the season. Would you agree? Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. I really liked it because it reminded me of The Walking Dead, and I felt really cozy in there. Chelsea is a fanatic. I am. To a, oh, yeah. I to saw Melissa degree. McBride the other day. Just kidding. I, don't do that to me. I was I, like, how? I was waiting for a better reaction from you. You <laughs> just froze. You shocked me. You just froze, and I was you like. shocked me. Oh, damn it. I felt the energy come off her, though, the second you said that. Like, yeah, that was, that was legit. Don't do that to me. Oh, she was so excited. <laughs> The title of this episode was called The Law of Unintended Consequences, Part 1, because Yarmouth is split into two parts. Um, and this was funny, because last week we were talking to Paul about Cooper's Inn, and he didn't really feel much about Cooper's Inn. It was just That's kind right. of a location to him. He, he called it a nice place to stay. Which it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for some, that. yeah. Uh, the, Yarmouth Jail was one that didn't do anything for me. Aside from the kind of in your own head, this place looks like a horror movie. Like there was nothing that I felt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until later on. But we'll get to that later. But how'd you feel going into this place? Oh, um, cold. Cold? Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. This place oh, was, it was freezing. So. It was. I mean, there was no heat, but it was like, it was warm outside. You would walk in and you'd be like, oh. Yeah, it was warmer outside at night than it was inside. I was wearing three layers for most of this. Yeah. You were. It was, when did we shoot this in April? May. May. May? Yeah, May. So. It was still that cold. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Uh, I I remember we we found out the night before. Yep. I think it was like one a.m. the mm-hmm. night before that there was no power Ooh. in the building, which uh, as the cinematographer who has <laughs> a lot of stuff to plug in. Ooh, that was fun to find out. Yeah. Challenges. Yeah, you know, ch- the the challenges of the workplace, folks. It was really <laughs> tough. We all had to take a five day break after this. Now we figured it out. We ended up uh, using. Uh, we tried a generator that did not work because mm-hmm. we couldn't really put it outside because the the place is kind of next to a main street. And boy, is that thing loud! Yeah, couldn't put it inside because uh, we all would have probably died because the gas is way too loud. Good, lo- yeah, you would have heard. Oh, was that a ghost? (laughs) (laughs) This is a really consistent ghost. (laughs) He sounds mechanical. Um, No, we we figured out a way to do it. We jerry-rigged something into the car, I think. Very impressive. And and kept making sure the battery of the car wasn't dead. It was a kind of back and forth night for that vehicle. Um, 
cool. And Chelsea, you didn't feel because no. I remember you you didn't. This place didn't do anything for you. Absolutely nothing. Not like a... I even went in the basement by myself to take some cool photos of like the paint. Off you did off. not really. You went by yourself. Yeah. She did. And upstairs and stuff just to like check it out. Like this place did absolutely nothing because I think I was in a different mindset for it. <laughs> you, it's kind of near your hometown too. Does that have anything to do with it? Maybe. Yeah. Because like. I always went to Yarmouth as a kid, and it, I don't see Yarmouth as a haunted place sure. at all. <laughs> Did so. that change after our experiences there? Not really. Really? Even the house, which we'll get into in a couple of episodes of the Even podcast? Even the house. I'd go stay at the house again. I'd stay there again. <sighs> Apparently, all the like, inns I'm just out on. I slept really well at <laughs> oh, the house. Oh, I forgot about the thing. You no, forgot about go. the thing? <laughs> you forgot about the thing? Forgot about my thing. God, I know Holly. what your thing is. <laughs> Teaser for the future. There's a thing. Um, it, was there any... Uh, yeah, I, I guess we'll run through the episode here. So we get there and uh, Dustin, the owner, um, gives us kind of a, a grand tour of the whole place, starting on the first floor and going up. Was there any place that really struck you as a weird place, Holly? Because there's a couple of clips in the beginning tour where you, you kind of call Paul out like, oh, look at him just jumping into that cell like that. And all like that a weirdo. Stuff. Yeah, there was <laughs> there was a cell on the first floor that gave me the creeps. Mm-hmm. It was a spe- And that's weird because it was a specific cell. That's odd to me. You know, yeah. there's a dozen cells and then you walk by one and you're like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole place was kind of, ugh. But that one particularly, I was like, mm. Didn't like that one. Now, is that the one that was on the side with the drunk tank? Or was that on the other side? Other side. That's other the one side. that Paul okay. eventually decided to sit in. When he called to a certain past, which we'll talk about a little bit. Cool. I'm making yeah, that a was... face in case anyone wants to know. <laughs> There's was... a face happening here. It was creepy. I, the one thing that got me um, was, and it's bizarre, because we got there earlier than we usually get there for a lot of these investigations. And you see the time code on the episode. I I got really creeped out on the top floor in the daytime. Mm. I mm. don't know why, because usually it's the dark that kind of gets into my head. I think it was because... Well, if something popped out now, there'd be no mistaking it for, you know, my eyes playing tricks on me or, or something like that. I'd be seeing this full-fledged thing. And that got me. Because there's a lot of corners in that place. Yeah. There's no open areas. No. Except the gallows. <laughs> yeah. that do anything? The gallows? Well, okay. So pretty much anywhere in that entire building, if I was alone, I felt like, ugh. Sure. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, and yeah. I, I mean, well, Chelsea used to didn't have that issue because she was down in the basement by herself. But pretty much anywhere <laughs> I went, I was like, ooh, got to watch my back. This feels. Yeah. This feels uncomfortable. So, I mean, I went up and I was exploring some stuff while you guys were filming something else. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't show it in that clip. <laughs> but after I heard that weird noise mm-hmm. and I was kind of going to explore it. The, the thunk? The thunk. Yeah, yeah the thunk. Uh, I, I realized that it could have been coming from upstairs yep. and I'm filming myself with my cell phone but and Paul doesn't show this but there's literally I'm like oh my god it could have come from upstairs and then I'm looking upstairs and I'm like like minutes go by I'm like shit I'm gonna have to go up there <laughs> you can do it I didn't want to go like a child like you're yeah. like ooh, I feel afraid I was like oh man I'm like Holly pick up your feet and get your ass up there yeah you know, is that is that the the place specifically or is that kind of a, a buildup of of everything up to this point no that was at the very beginning okay well very beginning that was whenever it was I think like eight o'clock you guys were downstairs after dinner right yeah sun I mean, hadn't set yet it was still light out because it was May or whatever yeah sorry I should have worded that better that was a dumb way to ask oh um I'm thinking more or less like every location we've done 
the whole experience up to this point? Were you in a different state now than you were, oh. say, place one? Or was this just, you're here, you're in the old Yarmouth jail zone. Mm. You're not thinking of anything else. I wasn't thinking of anything else. So you were just there. I was right? just there. Cool. Yeah, I I wasn't, I don't f- remember. I have no memories tied to sure. that, yeah. that way. Cool. Um. So, so we talk a lot about um, kind of history in this in this episode. We talk a lot, a lot about um, a man named Omar, who was uh, hanged. Is it hanged? Is that the right way to say it? Who was hanged? Yeah. I think it's hanged. I had to work that out. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he killed his housekeeper, burned her alive, was hanged there. We had the story of Patton, the guy who uh, oh, yeah. killed himself on Christmas Eve. Uh, I think it was back in the 70s or earlier. I can't quite remember the specific dates. 100%. Um, There's a lot of stuff in there. But then it kind of wraps around to history between you, Paul, and jails. Yeah, that's Paul. So I got to ask just for those who haven't seen, you know, the previous shows and stuff. um, What have you guys gone through (laughs) that could relate to this place? Because later on, we, we mentioned a certain name of somebody that uh, Paul has maybe perhaps run into before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the story behind that is, I think it was, I would have been back in 2009 when we were doing ghost cases. We went to the um, St. Andrew's Jail in New Brunswick. St. Andrew's Jail? I think that's right. Yeah. And the story behind that was that there was um, a man who was convicted of, of raping and killing a young girl. Uh, like, I say young. She was like 16, 17, but so pretty young. Right. And then he was hung at that location, at the jail location. There were pieces of the original gallows still on that site. I'm just trying to remember all the individual Of the original pieces. gallows. Yeah, that he was hung on. Oh, that's cool. And in, in a paranormal way. Yeah. <laughs> in a paranormal nice. way. And Paul and I decided it was one of the first times that we were like, yeah, we'll go into this really small space by ourselves and everyone else will stay outside and we'll just see what happens. So right. we're still figuring out what we're doing but it was it was one of the that I remember one of the biggest experiences for Paul especially because it was the first time that he had had something happen to him but there was a series of things that happened one Paul was antagonizing things as Mm -hmm. he usually does yeah Mm -hmm. which we'll talk about in about five minutes (laughs) and uh then the next thing that happened was I was having uh this experience where I was seeing um something darker than the surrounding area Mm-hmm. which is really hard to pinpoint, but it was like blacker than black. And it kind of felt like it was came through the wall towards me. And I was just kind of staring at it because I was like, am I seeing something here? But as I was looking at that, uh, the EMF, which hadn't gone off at all, yeah. spiked out of nowhere. Yep. So then I swore. And at that exact moment, <laughs> Paul felt this ice cold come around his throat and he mm-hmm. felt like something was trying to strangle him. So he was... Yeah, that was that whole scenario. That was in a you know matter of five seconds. All of those things happened at once. So I, I find it so cool that it did. No, maybe not cool. I find it fascinating that um, despite the fact that he went through that, and and he mentions that back in the Queens County episode. Not sorry, not Queens County. The Astor Theater Part Two, I believe, mm-hmm. where he gets cold around his neck, and he's like, I don't do necks. Like this is weird. He's jumping into this place head first. He really he's was. He's like a kid in a candy store. He loved this location. Well, I think he's mostly interested in experiencing whatever it is. I don't, and sometimes mm-hmm. I don't think he cares. He's just like, no, I'll experience it, and then and then I'll make a decision afterwards. I, I think so. I but I I think I think there's that a little bit. And and if Paul, if Paul, if you're listening to this, I'm I'm not. Uh, what's the word? 
I'm not calling you out on anything. I, 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 I think he hides the fear. You think so? I do, because the way he worded um, before he went down to the uh, to the basement, he, he was joking. He said, I need a, 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 was it a dollop of courage to get down here? Yeah. And he goes to walk and he kind of stops. He goes, well, I guess that courage is gone. <laughs> I, I, I think Paul finds, and he mentions this in a couple of episodes, I think Paul uses humor to kind of mask that. I'm not saying Paul's a fraidy cat because he's the first one to go down to these places. True. Mm-hmm. Our first location, Dexter's. When we were all getting ready to start our investigation, he basement. just like, all right, have fun. And he just goes, <laughs> locks the door, goes in the basement. Yeah. It's like, oh, holy hell. I don't mm. want to be down there. Cool. Have fun. Um, I think there's got to be a little bit of fear there. I wish I could ask him. And I don't, I'm, I'm not assuming. I'm just kind of theorizing. But I think there's a little bit of. I, I, I would say that that is likely. Yeah. I would say that that's likely. I certainly feel afraid. Good portion at the time. Yeah, and he and yeah. he usually is the one that calls this stuff out. You're you're kind of more. Uh, I don't want to say careful. Um, yeah, I am. Shielded a little bit to what you're letting in. Oh yeah. Paul sends, tends to try some stuff out. Well, I'm I'm interested in communicating or having something communicate with me, but it it's more of a on an even playing field. I'm not gonna, you know, insult something to the point of you know antagonizing it sure. and to get that interaction mm-hmm. because that to me would very likely be negative so yeah yeah it would, so you know so for example a weird one i'm hauling out of the ether here if someone were to go down to um a room that um was you know rumored to be a torture room mm-hmm. in a in a jail and spent say half an hour kind of uh mocking the practices of somebody being tortured. Do you, you think that would be... I think that might have an effect on something. <laughs> it's so, things I don't know that are going on at the time. Oh, and not to give it away, but um, in this episode, we kind of see Paul become... Uh, he's playing bad cop, and I think he actually says that in the episode. He does. Yeah, he he does. was having a lot of fun with it, too. And in the next episode, he tries to be good cop. And I won't give context to that, but I think it's interesting the way he... It's kind of like he can't win. <laughs> it really is. So uh, when we when we were doing the tour with Dustin, you you took quite a few hesitant steps before you stepped into that torture room. It's true, I did. You did. What what was going through your head there? That's a good question. I I I when I watched it back recently, I was like, huh, I don't remember really? feeling that way. I cannot tell you what it was that was holding me back, except watching it now and going. Obviously, something was holding me back because I was nervous. Yeah. That's interesting. But I don't know what it was. Hmm. It, I have no clue. I'm trying to think about it and what the room looked like. And perhaps, like, ugh, I always go through these things. Was the ceiling lower? Was it, you know, slightly odd shaped? That can give you a kind of a weird feeling yeah, without yeah. being paranormal. Yep. I'm not sure what it was. Perhaps it's just that there were no other doors to that room. And I was like, ooh. It was no a exit. weird room, yeah. yeah. It was a weird room. I yeah. didn't mind that room. Really? At all. No, it, it's, um, I didn't mind that room until after we had left and I, and not to spoil it, we'll talk about it in the next episode, but let's just say that room becomes kind of a, uh, uh, focus <laughs> of the next episode, at least a little bit. Um, no, it didn't do much for me. Um, the, the basement was creepy because, and you kind of see this when we walk down, um, during Dustin's tour in the episode, the walls are very close together in that first hallway. Mm-hmm. That got me a little bit. I don't know if that was claustrophobia or if that was the place but it's just instinct yeah <laughs> n- knowing that i am not i'm not able to turn around quickly with this you know 30 pound camera that's like a couple feet 
long. <laughs> that got me. Yeah. And there's that one room too. You don't really see it, but when you first come down the stairs to your immediate right, there's like a boiler room. I know. Area that it's like, like no light whatsoever yeah, in it. Yeah, that's straight out of Nightmare on Elm Street. That room was weird. We did. We never went in there, did we? Yeah, we did. did. You? I don't you know. Did? Yeah, we didn't don't film in, the... in there. I don't think. I don't know if it's in the episode or not, but I. I don't think so. Uh, we went in that room, and what was odd about that room is that you know how they had those like peepholes yep. in, in yeah. the in the jail, and you could so you could see into where they would have prisoners or whatever. Mm-hmm. The peephole for that room, there was a peephole, except it wasn't into the, what we thought was the torture room. It was going the other way. Interesting. Yeah. So why would somebody have a peephole going into a boiler room? Huh. That's weird. Yeah. So it was it was the peephole was people will be looking through the torture room into that room yeah i think so Ooh, that's weird i didn't know that i, I remember, saw the people i, I can't remember where it. it was now but i remember finding that really odd huh and that's why weird. would you have one downstairs in the basement anyway yeah, if it really. was just used for storage yeah, storage huh. yeah right storage of what there was also a really far back area of the um oh, yeah of the basement that we we never really went to um i want to say because it's just dangerous down there it's super dark there's, there's so full of much stuff, stuff too yeah, there's rats. We was, only yeah, saw quite a few rats. rats. <laughs> it was like a coal shoot, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And it, it got very narrow. You couldn't stand up, yeah. so we yeah. didn't bother. It always creeped me out, though, looking down there. I, I always hate little crawl spaces like that because uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's a really creepy crawl space in a future episode. Actually, I think that's season two. That might be our finale episode this season um, if it makes the show, but there's a place in uh, the Cumberland Museum, this little kind of cubby place. Oh, yeah. It was very creepy Ooh. i always hate stuff that i think i have a claustrophobia issue i think that's what i'm realizing i don't with think these it's cla- i mean maybe it is claustrophobia i yeah. wouldn't i just think it's it's a natural reaction to you know to an environment if you're closed in and you're feeling threatened you can't get away that's fair it's not necessarily claustrophobia that's just survival yeah <laughs> common sense that's common sense natural uh, selection <laughs> uh chelsea did your uh did your feelings about this place ever change because no you, you were fine the whole you way through. You were fine the whole time. I mean, like, when it gets dark, you do feel a little more, like, uh, weird. But, I, I mean, I didn't feel unsafe. I never felt like something was going to come out at us. Holly has her hand up. I have Holly. a question. <laughs> yes, Holly. Okay, even when, even when you were listening to Paul talk about bringing, like, he was talking about Tom Hutchings. Mm-hmm. And we were all downstairs. Yeah. And then you heard the noise above you. Yeah. I wasn't that. That scared. didn't freak you out. It didn't, and I don't know why. It that's just, that's abnormal. That whole that whole area was just like <laughs> really easy for me. I was just like, uh, it's fine. There's no way you're not haunted. I'm not haunted. Something's was soothing you here. Ooh. Oh, stop! Oh, Gross. <laughs> you were hugged that's by disgusting. a ghost. Disgusting. Well, um, <laughs> ghost is the good option um because i in my mind i'm like it's an old the thing i heard upstairs i'm like it it could be something other than a ghost i feel like Ooh, maybe yeah. it's something falling from the ceiling because it was old but well, it yeah. could be anything that's true we did hear like that we were hearing like kind of like little tiny like noises sometimes and we figured out that we thought it was maybe some of the paint falling off yeah and yeah. hitting the floor yeah. but this was a loud thump. it was loud <laughs> and earlier when we heard another thump which i don't think we had recorded but we'd heard it mm-hmm. it no. sounded similar and we yeah. realized it was the sound of a particular door to a jail cell upstairs right I yeah that. that's yeah. true yeah. so how would you not be freaked out by hearing that again i don't know and knowing that there's no one up there i don't know something's touching it. it's not a rat Especially, especially since because we when we got there, we kind of went through every door yeah. to test mm-hmm. them. 
because you see in the episode there's a b-roll shot of me closing one of the doors um where like cameras inside mm-hmm. the cell and the door closes yeah those do you know how many takes that took like seven because i couldn't push the door it was too They're heavy heavy yeah <laughs> heavy and they make a distinct sound yeah they yeah. all had like their own distinct noise yeah. their own creaky thunks mm-hmm. so, so the noise that you heard upstairs so about halfway through the episode we, we kind of cut to a little bit of a section where paul's downstairs in the torture room antagonizing ghosts mm-hmm. uh, with his ipad and uh, you have your cell phone out and and, and we're all kind of the way that we usually do the show is is we'll set up we'll do our initial kind of interviews if the owner wants to talk and then we usually just kind of let things happen and then we kind of follow whatever's going to happen mm-hmm. um and this was just kind of in between times and you had your phone on you so you started filming and you heard a noise yeah honestly i, I was up I, you guys were filming or doing something and i was like i'm bored so i was like <laughs> well there's no one upstairs i'll just go explore and, you know, I don't like anything to happen if it's not on camera, so I started recording. I mean, I think I recorded about 10 or 15 minutes, but it was not that long in where I was down one end of the cells and I heard something above me. Yeah. And... Were you on the second floor or the first floor? Second floor. Okay, yeah. Second floor, so that would have been the, the women's cells. Yeah. And I was on the, I mean, if you're facing the cell block, I would have been on the right side. Yep. Down that hallway, about halfway down. And and was this the one that went... Yeah. The two. The two noises. The dunk. Yeah. So in the episode, we see Paul um, testing a couple of things, and he 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 walks up the stairs to the Mm. to where they would, you know, hang hang people. Mm -hmm. Um, And it sounded like what you heard. Well, I mean, yes. Thinking about what if what it could have been, I I always were like, well, wouldn't that have been like the gallows falling that the thunk? That was my theory. Yeah. Well, that's what we thought, but then Paul was like hitting the floor, mm-hmm. like with two pieces of wood to see if anything was sounding the same, and I'm like, no, that's not it. And it wasn't until he was stepping on the stairs yep. that it was the same kind of sound. It wasn't the double hit unless he like slipped, which mm-hmm. is what he did, and then yep. I was like, that's that's what it is. That's the dunk. Like somebody on it. It's that's weird. Somebody walking up the trips on one of the steps. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's actually, weird. didn't he have a limp or something that yeah. we found out about? I think so. I don't know the specifics, but I do remember that there was. We figured something out that was connected to something that could make that noise. That's weird. With Omar. Yeah. 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 Which tended to be the focus of the night. <laughs> in the second half of what we were doing. <laughs> um, so is the first noise that we heard. Um, that didn't make it onto the show because you can only fit so much into a 24 minute episode television series. So we have Beyond Haunted so we can talk more about stuff. Um, everybody heard it, mm. which I thought was cool because uh, you were off somewhere investigating. Paul was off somewhere. Me and Chelsea, I believe that that time we would have been in home base because yeah. right at the entrance of the jail and to the left, there was kind of a storage unit because they were doing construction. And we set up our CCTVs in there. We set up kind of, this is our housing area. This is where all the gear is. It was me, you, Jim. And I believe Dustin was still there when we heard the first noise. He did. He heard it too. Yeah. Is this the noise that was recorded? Is I can't this... remember. This was the, that we figured out, I think, sounded like one of the doors opening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't, yeah. that wasn't in this episode, was it? I don't think. I'm not sure if it's going to be in the second episode. If it I is, lose it track was... of where, where things happen in the night. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so... Yeah, it was weird. So, but everyone heard that one as well? Every, we all turned and looked at each other. It was this kind of weird thing where we were all sitting down looking at the television because we were just, all right, what, what are we seeing? Actually, I think we were laughing at the rats because Oh, yeah, we, we could see the rats downstairs. We were watching one of the rats and then we just hear this very um, metallic on rock sounding noise, which oh, is yeah. what it would have been if the doors would have opened because it's cement floor 
yeah. metal yeah. door. door yeah. And we all turn. Even Dustin's like, oh, yeah, I heard that one. <laughs> the owner of the building. That's weird. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. So, uh, Tom Hutchings. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into him for a little bit here. Mm. Uh, so, he was, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, someone who has potential, at least, history with you two. Mm-hmm. The old St. Andrews jail yeah, yeah. st andrew's jail um i wrote i wrote down i have a notebook i usually write down when i'm watching the episodes i wrote down invite challenge closure <laughs> as my three key words to this whole kind of scene now uh, there, there's a reason for that one invite and challenge is probably a trademark term for paul kimball industries mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of ghost hunting uh but i i found his <laughs> i don't want to say his heart was in the right way um, his hopes and goals were in, were in the right section of this universe. Sure. So I think he wanted to close this out. Because clearly, I've talked to Paul a ton. There's two things he always brings up about his paranormal past. One is the uh, the shadows of... Uh, Chesky Kumal. Tr- yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even, I'm not going to try and say that. Mm-hmm. And this, the Tom Hutchings cold around the neck. Yeah. He, those are the two he always brings up. So it's clearly on his mind. Um so Holly, as somebody who was there and somebody who was, you know, knows the history of this really well, do, do, do you think it was a a wise decision? No. Okay. Because <laughs> you seem in the episode, it, you're immediately like, because well, he says, oh, I may have been connecting with an old friend. And you're kind of optimistic, like, well, oh, really? I thought he was talking <laughs> about Mac Tony's again. His friend Mac. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. What's happening? Yeah, and we have, uh, for those who haven't seen it, uh, at the Queens County Museum episode, which is the first two episodes of the series, um, Paul, you know, for all intents and purposes, it seems like he does connect with Mac, his old friend. So it's not like this was out of left field. We've been kind of dealing with this for a while. <laughs> so what was going through your head when he said <laughs> Tom Hutchings? Because uh, your demeanor changes immediately. Oh, God. <laughs> it's more like... Okay, so I, I, I mean, I get that there's obviously, there's probably something here for him, as you're saying, where, you know, he speaks, when he speaks of the paranormal and his experiences, there's two that usually come up that are the most, like, intense for him. Yes. I think that this is quite potentially the first time anything has actually physically, in his mind, contacted him. Right. Connected with him and not in a positive way, in a very negative, menacing, this is what it feels like to be strangled way to mock me friend <laughs> it is a very over like it's an overwhelming thought let alone an experience i can't even imagine what that would feel like well um i don't know but i kind of feel like if i were a spirit that had been hung at a location and then this guy shows up with a noose around his neck mm-hmm. you know jokingly and then he's like calling noosey noosey that's where noosey yeah. comes from <laughs> and sits in my old jail cell yeah, mm-hmm. might be a little irritated. <laughs> kind of mocking the dead, and, and and clearly with the history of what Tom Hutchings did, it's not, not like he was a well-rounded individual. No, yeah. and his his death was particularly gruesome. He he did not die immediately. I think it took him ten or eleven minutes to die. Oh my Holy God. crap! Okay, yeah. that's brutal. It was and, and pretty Paul, brutal. Paul mentions that. I don't think he uh, he may have been directly mentioning Tom Hutchings, but he does mention that. Not all hangings go the way. Yeah, well, his planned. point there, I think, was that they don't always go as planned, and I think particularly they didn't always go as planned. If it was a particularly brutal um, murder that someone's being convicted of, then mm. somebody might tamper with it. May yeah, or may not be intentional. To, 
make it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting because I've, I've only known kind of the face value version of the Tom Hutchings thing. But the more that I talk with, with Paul kind of through this process, the more I realize like it was a bit of a serious situation. I think it genuinely really upset him. Yeah. It was... I, and, I, and I mean, it freaked me out. I didn't have that experience. I had a different experience. Right. But it was, it, yeah, I think probably, I, I mean, you have to ask him, but it was probably one of the first times he didn't feel particularly safe. Yeah. Which is never a good feeling. That's a bit of a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> Gone through that a couple times on the show. Yeah. Um. So. So, yeah. After having that, you know, yeah. however many years ago it was, and then we're sitting in a jail cell again, or he is rather. Mm-hmm. And. I didn't know when I came around the corner, I'm like, hey, we heard something upstairs and you heard it too. And he's like, yeah, hey, I, I actually invited Tom Hutchings. And I was like, are you flipping kidding me? <laughs> well, one, you know, it's Paul. He does that kind of thing. But it's also like, OK, well, that's funny, except now we heard something upstairs. Yeah. So uh, he is. I, I got to say, Paul. Oh, don't make that fucking look on your face sorry Dylan. that was bizarre Jesus hold on Christ. i wish i was making this up i wish i could say yeah we f- were faking everything i was just looking because the way that we have this set up we're we're in um in our office here and we got this big table and we're just recording the and podcast my back is to the door and, and dylan just makes a look on his face mm-hmm. like he's seen well it, it just looked here's the mm-hmm. i don't know if we mentioned this podcast before here's where the demeanor changes um i there hasn't been much that's happened to me since we stopped doing Haunted. Um, but there's one place that, well, aside from the guitar thing last night, there's one place that something has happened, and it's in this office, where I was seeing shadows on the wall while I was in a meeting with Paul, like, a couple months ago. I, I don't want to spook you out, No Holly. shit, Dylan. Get to the fucking point. What did you see? <laughs> like, a, a two-foot-tall shadow fly by. What? Like, super quick. Like, what whew. two foot tall it wasn't very tall like because i can see like it wasn't higher than the doorknob like if your view is looking at that door and we're all sitting down so we're God about damn it so like an animal shadow like a cat uh, yeah i don't Dog? know if cats aren't that <gasps> Maybe fast there's a little cat ghost in here he would if that was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> that's chelsea's view on the paranormal <laughs> i don't know that was weird okay i'm looking in the hall Okay. The hell is gonna check. Um, as she does that, I'm gonna <laughs> continue. Um, it, it's interesting that uh, you know getting the the specific details of this whole Tom Hutchings things because it, it was. Um, I don't know if you can still hear me, Holly, but uh, yeah. it. I found it bizarre that, that he not bizarre. I I thought it was interesting because Paul was very reluctant to say the sentence that he said when he said. If Tom Hutchings is here, come down. We have finished business. He didn't say that in one breath. He kind of took it word by word, and he—I found at least in in the footage, like he took a little break before saying Tom Hutchings, mm. welcoming him down. Um, you think it's a coincidence that very shortly after we hear a <laughs> noises from upstairs? Oh God, I don't know. Was it a coincidence? Probably not. It was very timely, wasn't it? You're in a potentially haunted location. You ask for something to come forward to you that's Mm -hmm. been menacing and aggressive towards you before, and then you hear a very specific sound upstairs where there is nobody. Yeah. That sounds like, you know, a jail cell door being opened, which could only be done by another physical being. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. A little bit. It's a lot of energy. 
It's a lot of energy. In a place that has absolutely no energy. Yeah. That's a good point. No electrical whatsoever. Never, never thought about that. There was no EMF in that building. Yeah. Huh. Man. Do you... Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's... Are we playing Do You Think again? No, I, I, <laughs> I try to get away from that. I, every time we do this, I, I just... I, break holly's brain apart just asking do you think questions um should be a segment <laughs> do you think with holly uh you know it, i think it's interesting because i don't think we've hidden it that we have theories on trickster activity that we've gone through throughout the show some that if you have watched or so you've already seen some that will be coming up very soon um is it is, is there a situation here where Whatever it was we were dealing with, because and I can't wait to talk with the next episode because we have a digital anomaly on the footage listing that I cannot wait to talk about. Um, it, is there a scenario here where it's not Tom Hutchings? Sure. But it's something now has... doesn't some, matter what it is. You've called out to the ether and something's answered. You're, you're, you're screwed. <laughs> you're, yeah. It's a PG show, Holly. My God. Um, no, this isn't. <laughs> I'm going to say this once, I'm, I, and then I'm not going to say anything. Do you think something found its answer to what is going to get his attention when he said Tom Hutchings? Say that again. Do you think that whatever was in the space, and you know what's in the next episode in terms of what the basement stuff, oh. uh, so you have a little bit extra information oh, aside crap. from the viewers. Do you think that whatever was in there may have been searching for something out of one of us that it could cling to and replicate in a way, at least feelings-wise or something. Um, do you think that it, when Paul said out loud, if Tom Hutchings is here, come on down, if whatever it was, it was like, boom. Sure, I'll be that. Hmm. Yeah, now I've got something that I can be. Come on, pal. I'm here. In quotations, I'm mm. here. That's what I think happened. I don't think Tom Hutchings is here. I really don't. Oh, probably not. Yeah. I mean... And, and anything's I, possible and we're all theorizing folks just yeah. so you know we're it, not telling you what it is <laughs> it's it's just if you're reaching out to communicate with something i probably wouldn't go for something that's been aggressive towards me i mean that's fair yeah and then i certainly wouldn't call in my co-host and be like hey would you go <laughs> check out that noise upstairs <sighs> i twitch that's creepy no no i won't you started this you go look you at go it. look at it <laughs> I'll wait here. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. I, I'm fairly willing. I will go most places, but not when you do that. <laughs> I think we should rename these episodes a can of worms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, that's kind of the gist of what happened in this episode is, is we got there, heard a little bit of noises. Paul decided to play bad cop mm-hmm. in the torture room. Uh, Invite an aggressive spirit. Yep, and then things get opened up a can of worms. Pretty weird. In the next episode, Paul plays good cop, and that also doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. You can't win. Doesn't go quite the way. Well, it's not we that think. you can't win. It's just you have to know when to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh cool. Um, Overall thoughts, not to spoil the next episode, but um, mm. overall thoughts from first getting there to kind of um, hitting a little bit past that Tom Hutchings conversation. How are you feeling at this point? Did things drastically change or was this still kind of on the rise of, okay, this place is creepy looking. I feel weird here, but now it's personal or anything like that. Oh, uh, this place is creepy looking. We've already heard a number of things that could only be caused by another physical presence. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was really curious. Nothing had been 
aggressive up to that point. Sure, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. nothing had been mean or that I could tell. Mostly just noises. So now it yeah. just noises, but it was fascinating. So I was curious. Yeah. Like completely eager to hear the next, like whatever was going to be. But yeah, that definitely added a new layer to what was happening because now you've added this this component where the, the potential for it to go awry is now in my mind, you know, increased exponentially okay so where before you were just i'm here in this space let's see what's here i'm now here in it's this like... space and it's creepy and it's interesting and i don't know what's going to happen but it's it's fine so far right and now we have <laughs> the past is coming up again and it's in the past ain't pretty uh-huh. cool uh chelsea you are full and full and full through the whole investigation you were fine yeah i was i was pretty okay did anything that happened to us there catch your eye and if it's something in the next episode don't say it outright but was there anything at all i have to say no wow there was like nothing that was like oh my god that's amazing it i was appreciate just, like, your honesty pretty chill cool yeah i, I mean, that's I, that's probably a location that if you said hey go and sit here i probably would have that's how much of a. That's how comfortable I was. Would you stay Every, the night there? Yes. Oh alone. My God. Um, alone. <laughs> I assumed alone. Yeah, that's. I I would probably say yes. The thing I'd be more worried about would be other people. Ew. Why? Because it's a jail that's been abandoned. Kids would probably go in and mess with it. I mean, uh... there was graffiti in there so you know people have probably broken into it there was also a carving of the word hell which caught my eye the second we got there that was painted over it's been yeah. there a while so yeah. it's that uh, ain't new so for me i don't think it would be the ghosts per it's se the dangers of... it would be the other people those <laughs> damned teenagers Damn you. because <laughs> um, i believe dustin did mention that as well that there was some instances where people would go in well they've locked um there's there's one of the doors in the place which is um i think it's like the back yeah area they've they've added like five more layers of doors i'd say i'd say people were getting through there i don't know how they would have gotten in like certainly not while we were there because there was only the one door that you could go in and out of Mm -hmm. yeah I mean, the stairs for the upper levels on the outside because there's like fire escapes that all yep. been removed from the upper levels. Exactly. Yeah. There was one way to get in. Yeah. And it was the it's front through door. Through us because mm-hmm. we were all at the front. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's an interesting place. I um, I, I personally, like I was saying, it didn't do much for me and until after. After is what really hit me. Is after? Thinking after the investigation. Oh. Which we'll dive deeper into next week. Um. It didn't do much for me. Although I will say there is a conversation that we kind of inadvertently jump into. Not one that any of our, any of the haunted team is having, but a potential conversation we were overhearing that may have happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That we heard. Um, one of my favorite gadgets we have on the show is is the ghost box. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, the idea of the ghost box is that it kind of sweeps through um, radio waves. And, hey, if there's something out there that wants to talk, it can use that to talk. Oh, boy, did we get some activity on that thing in part two. Yeah. Um, some in, some activity that that has some pretty good context to the history of that place. So that's always fun. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, it's unnerving. It's very unnerving. Well, yeah. <laughs> you've, got, you've got an instrument that it's a... You, 
its whole purpose is just as you said sweep through am fm radio but it's mm-hmm. going at like such a high uh, rate that you would only ever get like a clip of a word if anything so to yeah. hear parts of a sentences or full words or i don't even know what the longest set of like words that were strung together by one voice is just that's not it shouldn't do that yeah. no unless something is using it and and we got and, i think a consistent two separate voices yeah. one male one female yep Whew. Whew. Oh, it's cold in here, guys. Sp- <laughs> Did you just get cold? Like, it was it something? No, I've been cold the whole time. Okay, cool. Not par- guess what, folks? Debunked. It was debunked. It was debunked by chills. <laughs> All right. So next week, we're going to be talking about the second part of this. Um, I'm actually not sure what we get into next week because a lot of stuff happened in Yarmouth, and uh, I'm not sure where Paul is placing it in the you know the edits of each show. Um, but even if it's just inside the Yarmouth jail, there is a lot to talk about. That's for sure. What happened, what we realized after the fact, and uh, all that stuff. <laughs> Oof. Getting cold chills. Um, so before we go, I just want to uh, kind of um, tease what's coming up. Um, so the next episode is part two of the Yarmouth jail. It's the Law of Unattended Consequences part two, where Paul plays good cop. Uh, we investigate the gallows. We kind of make our way up to the spookiest part of the Yarmouth show. And we come on to something that is just unnerving. And we also get the answer to, well, not, maybe not the answer, but we get to investigate what was hissing at Paul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly, I heard it too, mm. but distantly. He heard it loud. Mm. But, uh, yeah. Um, after that, we have um, quite a just jungle of fear is what I'm going to be calling it because the next couple of locations are bizarre. So, um, yeah, little tease for the future, what you have to look forward to. So on December 12th and December 19th, you're getting episode nine and 10, uh, which is some doors shouldn't be opened. Part one, great title considering what happens. Uh, here's your synopsis. Paul and Holly venture to Barrington where they investigate stories of ghosts at the Western County's Military Museum and encounter what appear to be multiple entities potentially linked to artifacts at the museum. Yeah. That's part one. Part two. Paul and Holly conclude their investigation at the Western County's Military Museum of Barrington with an eerie ghost box session where they try to determine just what they may be dealing with for good or ill. I mentioned the ghost box a little, a little bit ago. That's a pretty good one. Oh, that place. Um, Barrington's also my hometown, so that's very close to home. Uh, episode 11 and 12, which will be airing December 26th and January 2nd. Uh, that's called Roller Coaster, Part 1 and 2. Also a very good title. Synopsis is, Paul and Holly cross the causeway to Clark's Harbor on Cape Sable Island to investigate the Seaside Community Center. But even before their investigation begins, strange activity begins, le- leading to a night of non-stop scares. And the second part, Paul and Holly conclude their investigation at the Seaside Community Center in Clark's Harbor, where paranormal entities decide to interact with them in a directly physical way. Ooh. So Did they ever. <laughs> this place, the Western, uh, to tease the future, uh, the Seaside Community Center um, is or was a haunted house they used every year because it's kind of like three i call it three and a half story place because there's like a half attic um and they decorate it all out for for halloween and they have haunted house there but it's also a museum um i will admit i thought it was going to suck because it was a haunted house i thought it'd be stupid it's just a haunted house like it's 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 going to be a silly episode boy was i wrong boy was i wrong 
I would say that's probably the creepiest place for me. Was the uh, was the Clark's Harbor Community Center, Seaside Community Center? Would you go back? Mm, I want to. Would you stay there alone? Chelsea's saying no. No, I definitely wouldn't. I don't that think place so. scared me. Yeah, oh just, wow! No, nothing happened for Chelsea at Yarmouth. Uh, you were spooked. Yeah, I did we, not like yeah. at all of that place. It's uh, it's a place that kept on giving, and the second that it started, oh boy, did it! It just didn't stop until we left. <laughs> and the season finale of Haunted, season one, is Backs Against the Wall, part one, and that'll be airing on January 9th. And here's the synopsis. And it's a pretty accurate synopsis. With tensions running high after a series of frightening encounters at previous locations, the Haunted team travels to the Cumberland County Museum in Amherst, where everything begins to fall apart between them, even as paranormal activity reaches its height. And I will say that the Cumberland Museum, uh, I believe, is listed as the most active poltergeist location in Nova Scotia or Canada? Which one? It was one of the two. Yeah. So this place is a place of high activity, and it rips the team to shreds, <laughs> to <laughs> put it lightly. Um, so that's what we have to look forward to. Next week is the second part of the Yarmouth Channel. We're going to be talking a lot about um, what may or may not have left with us. Well, you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing came with me. I know. I feel fine. <sighs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it, and it. I can't wait to get back to it. It's You're addicted. Just, I know. I have a problem. Um, so, that's your with part one. It's a spooky one. It's a scary one. It's Barney compared to what we're about to tackle <laughs> over the next half of the season. Barney scares me. That's creepy. You ever see Dudley the Dragon? You remember Dudley the Dragon? I, you know, if I saw it, I didn't. I tried not to. It's a yeah. Go, go YouTube the intro to Dudley the Dragon. It is terrifying. Really? I used to love it. It's terrifying. I never want to watch that show ever again. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, next week we talk about oh, stuff and things and just hissing and ghosts and potential arguments. Who Between knows? ghosts? Oof. Uh, so, for now, my name is Dolan Garland. I'm Chelsea Camo. I'm Holly Stevens. And you have just listened to Beyond Haunted. Remember, every week, 10 p.m. after the episode airs on Eastlink at 9.30, you get a new episode Beyond Haunted. And make sure if you're tweeting about us, use the hashtag HauntedNS. We'll be checking that every week to see who's chatting about our ghostly adventures. You can also follow us on Twitter at Haunted TV Series and Facebook, which is also Haunted TV Series. It's all really easy to remember. So give us a like, give us a follow, and we'll see you next time on Beyond. <laughs>